you like to binge watch TV, did you know you could binge listen to podcasts? Head over to electronicmediacollective.com where they have podcasts for days. You like podcasts about wrestling? They have that. Do you like podcasts about TV and film? They have that. Do you like podcasts about horror? EMC has that too. Do you like comedy? Do you like books? Guess what? They've got you covered. Head over to electronicmediacollective.com. Pick your favorite podcast today. to another all-new episode of Moose's Monster Mash, the show that knows if you're stuck in a time loop, at some point, you're probably going to run around naked. I'm your host, Moose. In keeping in the spirit of February and Groundhog's Day, I have with me a star Happy Death Days 1 and 2. That's right, folks. I have the baby mask killer himself. Or do I? It's my privilege to welcome to the show Mr. Rob Mello. How's it going, brother? It is going, man. It's going. So Chilly out there, huh? <laughs> Six degrees up here, bro. Mm. Not jealous. You can have that, thanks. <laughs> no, I don't want it, man. I do not want it at all. Well, then you got to move, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so That's how that works, dude. I believe it. So I was looking at your uh, IMDb stuff. Uh-huh. Who wrote your profile bio? Uh, a friend of mine. Uh, when I first started and like right after I, I booked uh, the best of me and that came out my fr- a friend of mine old friend of mine had uh, offered and I was like sure because I really don't like talking about myself so <laughs> I, was, I was like great that's just one thing I ain't gotta do and uh, I've, I've just kind of added to it you know as I book newer stuff you know well because I was laughing you get about halfway through and it's like trademark Bostonian accent chiseled jawline yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I said, dude, I did not write that. A friend of mine did, but you know, she she flattered me. You know, I was just like, cool, I'll, I'll take that. And you do, you 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 do have a very striking. I mean, it, it, as odd as it sounds, coming from a guy, you do have that very solid, you know, jawline that you know people tend to look yeah. for. Yeah, I ain't crying, you know. I'm <laughs> half Irish. I, I am a perfect meld of my parents, you know what I mean? And uh, half Irish, half Italian, and the best of both worlds, so. <laughs> I say, and I doubt it's you know a glass jaw. No, no. I've taken a couple of cheers to it. But, yeah. <laughs> All good, baby. <laughs> so you look like you've had, you've had an interesting acting career. It's not it's not all of one thing it's not all horror it's not all anything i mean right. you you have you know a couple one-offs in uh tv shows you have some shorts i think your first mm-hmm. big one was in uh the best of me which is a love story yeah well the my first like big gig was uh with danny trejo and glover uh badasses on the bayou it was like the first thing and you know at that point I was just like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this and then I got to set 
and you know they, they even if you're a day player they treat you well uh so i was just like wow you know i mean i got to set like two hours early or base camp rather i got i got there like two hours early nobody's there and <clears throat> some like Car, one of the carpenters, temporary carpenter, was had showed up, and he's like, "I don't know where to go, man." He's like, well, "You know what? Who are you with?" I was like, uh, "I'm with the film, dude." He's like, "Yeah, me too, but you know, you you're an electrician, this, this, this." I was like, "Oh no, I'm an actor, dude." He's like, "Oh fuck!" And he, his eyes got all you know moon pie, and he's like, "I'm starstruck." I'm like, "What the fuck?" You shouldn't be, dude. Not yet. I, I got plans, but you know, I appreciate it. Like, but that was just, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just like, wow, feed the ego, yay. But no, nah, man, it was, uh, oh, that one was just a blast. I fell in love with it instantly. I mean, I like acting, and I, I always have, and I never actually intended on being an actor. I wanted to be a history teacher. And uh, it just kind of fell in my lap. See, so I wanted to, to do both. Teach history and act? Yeah. I might have to. That that could be my day job. There you go. So then you have summers all to yourself, right? Which nobody shoots a damn thing during the summer, anyways. You know, it's too friggin' hot. Well, <laughs> for, that's when you except get except for magnificent seven. projects. Yeah. Except for Mag Seven, they shot in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, through the summer oh, in period oh, clothing. Oh, 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 oh. Dude, I was wearing wool for the love of God. And there was, like, there was this one like a hot movie. Oh, it sucked. Money was fabulous. But, uh, I mean, there was, there was a scene where, you know, we were digging fighting trenches and, uh, you know, to defend the town. And, they, you know, Antoine's like, all right, so who, which one of you guys wants to take your shirt off? And, like, half, most of them were like, uh, looked at their belly and were like, nah. And I'm, I'm, me and my boy Clint, we were like, shit, yeah, I got six packs. Let's do this. Because <laughs> it was way too Right here. Right here. This guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I made sure, you know, you got to kind of feel where the camera is, especially when you're not, you know, you're not supposed to be looking at it, of course. But, you know, I was at the end of one of the trench and they had a, right down the line and I made sure I was facing that sucker and I was beating the hell out of that dirt too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flexing the six pack and, and beating the hell out of the dirt and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting some screen time on this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going to sweat your ass off, you might as well get paid for it. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, the ladies in the extras community, they were kind of gathered, but they weren't gathered for me. They were gathered for, for my boy Clint. He's, he's a sexy motherfucker boy, I tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to keep him on low, but you can't not oh, say no worries. sexy motherfucker when it comes to Clint James. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. See, Clint you have, James, you, bitch. You, you have another uh, Western, to your credit, too, uh, Wild yeah. Bill Hickok, uh, Swift Justice. Yeah, that was the first one. That was that was like I've I've been scared shitless of horses, and probably a lot of your listeners are gonna laugh at me, but I don't care. They are just so powerful, you know. And if they get it in their head, they don't like you. They can knock your fucking brains on the floor, man. You get bucked off so, you know, a couple times. You get used to it. Yeah, I didn't want that to happen, and nobody else did. So I mean, they they in that one, they give me this they give me this really kind of wild ass fucking horse 
And I mean, I'm from Boston, dude. You know, we, we don't have horses. I, I mean, we kind of do there, but with, they're with horse drawn carriages, you know what I mean? With poop bags and all sorts of, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you get to tame so horses. <laughs> yeah. And like, so, you know, I had a bunch of riders, you know, tons of stunt riders were there. And, you know, there's the dude that owned the horse that I was on. He was like, just kick her like hell in the ribs and she'll go kick her twice and she'll go fast. You know, I was, so I'm, I'm laying back. I didn't understand <laughs> posture and everything. <laughs> so I'm laying back cause I'm an evil prick. So this is like my Cadillac. So me, you know what I mean? I laid, I lean back so and the horse starts going backwards. You get that gangster lean. You get, you get that whole leg. Yeah, back. exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. But the horse had other ideas cause that, that means to the horse go backwards. And I'm, I'm like, what? And I mean, he's backing himself into the friggin' side of the barn, like his ass is going through the door and my <laughs> head is hitting the, you know what I mean? Hitting the overhead. And I'm just like, what the, dude, I got off the horse. I was like, dude, I can't, I don't know what the hell I, how can we shoot this? And I don't have to ride this friggin' thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, can we get a wide of a wide shot of like, you know, some dude that relatively looks like me? I mean, we can run to you know, spirit of Halloween and, and get a couple of wigs, you know what I mean? <laughs> or a carrot. Right. So, well, this, this other guy, uh, Billy Ray Hunter, cool as hell. He was, a he was SWAT and this is in Florida and he was a SWAT member. And I don't know, I, I think Sarasota or something like that, but he's a stunt rider. I mean, he can get his horse to do crazy shit like BMX shit. I'm like, wow, dude. And I'm like watching him go. He's like, yeah, man, I'll, t I'll teach you. I'll show you. I got you. So he, he did, you know, he's like, you got to sit up in the saddle because that's the center. I was like, okay, I get that. So why was that freaking horse acting stupid? He's like, he wasn't, you were stupid because you weren't talking horse. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. How do I talk horse? Nay. He's like, no, man, it's your, it's your body language. You know what I mean? And it, so, I mean, I, I, he got me to a gallop, right? I think it's a gallop where your ass is just pounding like it's yeah. a porn flick. You know what I mean? Right. He's like, yeah, you kind of got to stand up. I was like, he's like, how, how did it go? How did it go? I was like, dude, my balls are crushed. My ass is killing me. That, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're doing it right. Right. But he's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. I was like, it didn't really feel great at all, dude. He's like, well, you got to kind of, and you know, I'm sure, you got to kind of stand up when it gallops. If you gave him another kick, he'd have been running. I was like, oh, Jesus, thank God I didn't give him a kick. <laughs> you have been standing for sure. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> but, I mean, by the end of the shoot, uh, that horse and I, uh, we, I had him running. I was really, I mean, it was, it was exhilarating as hell. And if you've never ridden a horse, I highly suggest it. Cause I mean, that guy taught me, you know, the way to hold, you know, the way to hold the reins, you know, how you get up, you know, on the horse, if it's a exceptionally large horse or, you know, you're short, you can, you can pull it by the hair and it don't care. I'm like, wow, that is Jesus. The shit you learn, man. I tell you. So by the end of that, that movie, was like, you I, could speak four languages. You know, that was a great, that was a great little, uh, uh, well, the, the post-production, the sound design, uh, was bad. I'm not going to lie. It was bad. There's a, uh, there's a horse galloping on grass, right? 
and the sound design got it in their head that they wanted, you know, a uh, clip clap of Whitechapel, England, you know, cobblestone street with a horse. On uh, grass? And, um, exactly. But that's huh. there. And I'm just like, what the, what the hell? But actually, uh, the director, Mike, Mike Mayhall, he had, a. Uh, the scenes between he and I, because he plays Bill Hickok when he's younger and way shorter hair. Uh, and that's actually a scene from that is actually in my demo reel. We shot it in his mom's backyard. She, when she's loaded. She's got a bunch of land. But, you know, it was <laughs> he rode this goddamn thing. It was, a, it was a Goliath horse. I don't even know what to call it. It's not even a Budweiser horse, you know. It's, it's bigger than that. This friggin' thing is I'm saying it was, this thing's ass was like, wow. It was a, they wanted me to ride it, but in the film, I think he rides it because he had way more experience, you know. But yeah, this thing was a beast. I don't think it was as tall as the Clydesdale because those are really tall. But this damn thing was wide. I mean, he had girth, dude. But that was a, that was a fun, fun, fun shoot. My my stepson's in it. Uh, he's he's a little kid with the big blue eyes, and you know, I, we're going into town to shoot everybody or Wild Bill, and you know, little boy pops up, and that's him. Yeah, well, actually, I got to I got to meet Lee Mages uh, last year. He was in it as well. And uh, we had lunch together, and I was bullshitting with him. And I was like, Lee, I got it. And, and, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, this is a million-dollar fucking man, yeah, dude. See, that, that, <laughs> this is a small guy. <laughs> right. And, I mean, you know, he's he's like somebody's slick-ass grandpa, you know. And it could have been, we could have been at the at the lounge in the elk, you know, or the moose. And, you know, he's just cool. He's just cool, you know. But I, I got to shoot the breeze with him. I was like, actually, brother, we were in a, you know, we were in a film together. He was like, no shit, which one? I told him, he like, he's searching about 30 seconds later. He's like, oh, yeah, I was like, Florida, uh, Wild Bill, uh, Mike, Mayhall, you know, nah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Western. You got to sit by the lake and shoot the shit with a kid for a half hour. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lee Major is thinking, I've been in so much shit, I don't remember. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fucking old, dude. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, at the same, at the same gig. Lake? <laughs> at the same, at the same gig, actually, it was Bubba Fest. And, um, at the same gig was uh, the dude that played Jamie Lannister, Nick. And I can attest for everybody listening. Yes, he is that freaking pretty in real life. It's <laughs> like I told him. I, I was like, "Dude, can I ask you something?" He's like, "Yeah, man." I'm like, why you did Brienne like that, man? He's like, "What? Like, fucking Brienne, dude? I want to whoop your ass right now." You know? What I, mean? <laughs> I was like, "Dude," he stopped laughing. He's like. I do what they tell me to do in the script. I was like, you know how many times I've told people that, you know, because people believe that I'm this horrible prick because that's, you know, what I play really well. And, uh, you know, I just get resting bitch face, resting murder face, I call oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm all right with that. I don't hear Danny Trejo crying, you know? And Danny uh, Trejo's the sweetest dude on the friggin' planet, you know? Well, like uh, Scott Hall used to say, you know, it's good to be the bad guy. Oh, shit, yeah. 
Dude, you know Glow, the show? I think it's on Netflix. I think they canceled it, which sucks. But at the end of the season, on the first season, dude's trying to convince, uh, director's trying to convince the the chick to play the Russian, you know, the bad guy. And she's like, no. He's like, look, they get all the cool lines. They wear all the cool clothes. We get all the cool weapons. Who cares if we don't get to willingly accept the leading woman? Who gives a shit? You get all you get all these perks, you know what I mean? It's like, Put it you like this: go out and do whatever the fuck you want, right? Like, put it like this: so who's cooler, Luke Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader? Right. I, I close my fucking case. Yo, know, and I from you know a viewer's perspective, I'd rather see a more believable bad guy. Then, like, honestly, I think it's harder to give me a believable bad guy than it is a believable good guy. It is. Well, I, I mean, think everybody it, has that innate good. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I'm saying, dude. Nobody's born bad. Some shit happened along the way that twisted that person that allowed them to do X. So to get that relatability on screen, like uh, David Dismalchin is a good example. <sighs> Uh, the, the way he plays Murdoch on uh, MacGyver. Mm-hmm. When he when he's in that role, you can see you know psychotic killer. You can see just sociopath, right? Or you think you can? You know, I mean, it's you, you know <laughs> he's not. He's you know, I mean, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But mm-hmm. it, I mean, oh yeah, in his real life, eyes yeah. and. You know, just the the way he transforms into the role, mm-hmm. you believe it. Like you believe right. that guy's gonna get you. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that that's the key to a good bad guy. Well I was bullshitting about that with uh Joe McCraney and uh my friend Sean. My friend Sean plays the uh the hitman and get shorty. Nice. TV show. And, and you know, Mac, Joe McCraney, everybody fucking knows him. Um, all right. So if you don't, he was major dad and this is us. He was the doctor in the first season. There you go. You're caught up. But we're <laughs> bullshitting. You know what I mean? And Mac was like, you know what makes De Niro a great actor? And before I got into acting and understood it, I didn't think he was that great an actor. He's like, Mac is like, he he lets the audience do the work for him. I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. How so? Because, you know, it's it's not theater, you know. He's like, look, De Niro can stare at you for 10 seconds. And the first two seconds, you're like, what is this asshole staring at? The next two seconds are like, oh, shit. What am I? You know, the stare makes you think that you shouldn't be there right now. You know what I mean? So then, like, the rest of the five seconds left is fucking panicking and, and then getting the hell out of Dodge before you get something fucking horrible happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he just, he he has that moment. He When I first started, I went to school in Tampa, right, in a uh, performer's studio workshop, and they teach the Eric Morris process there. And he's the most prolific uh, author on acting there is and I mean he gets he starts off with uh, 
being and doing. It's kind of like a phonics workbook when we were kids. You know, you could write in it. There was space for it. You know, stuff like that. And it explains the process. Very simple terms, perfectly understandable, right? And by the time you get to irreverent acting, it that's like a PhD friggin' dissertation on every possible every possible thing to do with acting. And I'm like, whoa, let's dumb that down. Let's turn that down. You know, I'm, I'm like, I've, I've read uh, Sigmund Freud, you know, Kierkegaard. I've, I've read these really complicated guys where you read a paragraph a day because you, it takes that full time to ingest it and understand it fully. This shit was like a line a day. And I was like, dude, there's no freaking way I can get through this book. So I, I just like, put the I damn thing down. Dummies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. And, but in the Morris way, acting for dummies is being and doing. And any actor or uh, people that want to be actors, things like that, it, whether it's in film or stage, I highly, highly, highly suggest that. Because he's, He's actually writing, you know, for uh, to instruct you how to build a character from nothing. You know what I mean? So you've got to yourself be prepared. I'm over and here then you like you can see me, right? And you you've got to uh, yeah I am, and you've got to uh, you've got to be able to read a damn script. And you've got to be able to see it. Maybe not the way the, the director sees it, but you've got to be insightful. You know what I mean? You, you've got to be rather proficient in English. Well, and you have to know, you know it's what I mean? just words on a page. Way more. Way more. If you can read a book, right, and Harry Potter, say, or Game of Thrones, pick a, pick a freaking book and see it. Like, immerse yourself. You feel the cold of fucking Winterfell. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what what the lake outside the castle feels like. You know what I mean? If you can feel that shit, baby, you're a performer. You might want to get into it. I say, yeah, if you have an inkling of imagination. Yeah, I mean, really? Imagination? The only time imagination creeps into acting is when, not when it's something you haven't done. Like, I've, to my knowledge, I haven't killed anybody. On screen, I've killed a bunch of people, and I've died way more than I've killed people. But, uh... Especially in Happy Death Day. <laughs> right. Ooh, I shot the shit out of that nurse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was her first time getting squibbed, and mine. Yeah, dude. Oh, it was awesome. They uh, the cue w- was supposed to be, you know, I'm I'm staring, you know, she's behind me, and I'm thoughtfully gazing right and left, looking for this young lad. And uh, bitch is behind me, and she's hey. I was supposed to turn around, recognize her, you know, take a pause for the cause, and then lunge. And when I lunge, I you know bring the knife up. And that's when the squids go off, right? Yeah. The knife went back. It, it didn't even go back. It went up. And this, you know, dude started firing squibs. So I'm like, you know, we've got two jackets that are loaded for squibs. And you don't want to be a pain in the ass on set, really. 
like ever. But I had to, I had to adjust, man. You know, I, they fired it early. It didn't matter. You know, when it, when I felt that for it didn't matter when I was going to stab this bitch until homeboy fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that was, that's what you have to do. That's, oh, yeah. that's your motivation. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like in that moment, my, my job, every, my everything was kill this bitch. Like, what's my motivation? And, Stab her till you're dead. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Plant that fucker right in her head. And it went off and, and it made, we didn't even do a second take because, I mean, it worked. You know, it made great, great video. I'm going to take a beverage, my friend. Well, that's fine. Do you have one? Yeah. Attaboy. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Booze break. Great. What are you drinking, my man? Uh, Bud Light. Bud Light. Going easy. Oh, I see. I understand. I got you. You're supposed to be the you're the straight guy. I got you. It's an end of the night kind of drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard you. Or a barbecue in the middle of the day drink. Or a day drink. It's a, it's or, a dad drink. <laughs> or a hair of the dog. I mean, it's Say, who it's, am I kidding? it's a dad drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a cheap vodka and Dr. Pepper. Hell yeah. We in the shower, baby. Ooh. Mm hmm So, you were in a movie that got hammered by, I'm not going to say critics, fans, not not fans, internet trolls. People? Let's just go with ah, internet people. trolls. Okay. Which one? Uh, Crazy Lake. Oh. <laughs> um, now, I've seen it. It wasn't terrible. I don't see why. I said, yeah, it wasn't I mean, it wasn't terrible. I've seen worse. The tire movie? Are you shitting me? <laughs> it's like, I've seen worse, you know, but... What is it called? Rubber? Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You know, but I sat down, I've watched... If if you ever want to watch a really shitty movie, watch Girls with Balls. I saw the previews after I saw that. There was supposed... I saw a film, right, with Kane and, like, Sid and everybody. Right. Oh, that was, one has. So it was much supposed promise. to be this. Yeah, it was supposed to be this epic thing with all these fucking like titans, and it was. You can't speak. All right, it was not uh, up to par. How's that? Well, it, it, and none none of that had to do with the actors. I don't think it was originally uh, Gunner's vision. Yeah. And yeah, I mean the, the idea is good. You know, he was able to bring it to fruition. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no, someone I, I know all ran with that. it. And it just, I, I don't know, it became. I'll, uh, I'll say it. I'll say it. It shit the bed. Yeah, it did. That was, I, I mean, mean. It was really I'll, cool to see them all on screen together, but. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. But, I mean, oh, sorry, dude. But, I mean, dude, all those guys, you got them all together. And you did that. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it it's had like, some cool it, parts. It's like spending, it's like spending fucking $25,000 on, on a gilded plate and taking a shit on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the ending was weird as hell. Damn. I mean, seeing Mosley at play God basically was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I like that. That. Was, that. that was nice. That was a nice removal from his normal yeah. role set. 
but so I mean, it, the, the movie had some decent spots, but everything in between was just yeah. crap. Yeah, I mean that, that's the problem. It's like honestly, you know? I wish somebody uh, would retackle no, that one. Really? Well, mm, that would be that would be cool, but it would be a testy thing. In about ten years, I think you know. Uh, the guys that are like David Howard Thornton. Yeah. Uh, you know, the folks like that, if they would tackle it, that would be, I would be all right with that. But yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've gotten into the horror genre, uh, as an appreciation, you know, because I, I've met a few horror folks, you know, when I started acting and I'm like, these my these guys are nuts about horror. Jesus. I gotta get into horror. Amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. So then I actually did one and, you know, went to, went to a convention and actually met people. And like in anticipation, I had a bunch of people, you know, friend request me on social media and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, this is, this is cool. And then, you know, a few of them were like, dude, I bought everything. I bought the VIP check. I, I bought this. I bought that. I'm like, wow, that's really cool, dude. You know, you drop like this dude's a machinist and he make, you know what I mean? He makes good money, but he dropped $1,500 on me. That's for me as, as a working man, I know for, for me as a working man, dude, I, I just got back from work. We had to postpone this recording. So, yeah. you know, I could get home from work and I, you know, I didn't want to do it on the road. It, you know, New Orleans and during Mardi Gras, so <laughs> uh-uh, pay attention to the road. Hey, background noise and run a couple people over. Right, you know. Hey, we got good music. Yeah, we'll we'll turn we'll turn the freaking window down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Murder. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't go over well. I don't know. It did pretty good in uh, Texas Chainsaw too. There you go. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I I I I don't want to watch shitty horror. I wanted to actually, actually, I wrote a really good short that's, you know, I was asked if, it, you know, if could I expand it? Could I make it a full length? And I'm like, of course I can. I, dude, I could, I could make a mouse dying in a fucking mousetrap, an epic novel, but will it sell? You know what I mean? Will some producer buy it and make it and hawk it? You know, that's, therein lies the problem of writing. Oh yeah, but I don't write. I don't write to sell. I just write to get it the hell out of my head to make room for the next story that's begging to come in. <laughs> no, I feel you. Yeah, you know what I mean. As I've, but, I've had uh, a few of those lately. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, I don't know, dude. It just meeting meeting folks at the horror cons and or you know even just regular conventions and. I guess I'm one of the few that goes to, you know, the after parties, which is supposed to be, you know, for, for the attendees. But I'm like, fuck that. It's, it's a bar, you know, I'm a lush. I go to the bar. That's what I do. I'm going drinking. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of like the beginning of a, what is it? A star is born. Mm-hmm. And dude's going, dude's trying to go into the bar after a, after a gig. And dude's like, I don't know if this is your kind of place. He's like, they got booze in there. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's well, my, my kind of fucking place. bar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dude, you could be, I don't know. 
You could be spit roasting friggin' pigs over an open fire naked. I don't give a shit as long as you got vodka. <laughs> yeah, my kind of party. Mm-hmm. Not really doing the whole naked part, but. Uh, well, I was a Catholic once upon a time, but then I actually read the book and I was like, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, what's this? <laughs> you want me to be pro-life, but. Dude, your God literally killed millions upon millions of people. So many His own children. And I'm like, well, I, I don't want to get religious, but I'm pagan as fuck, dude. I, I I see the world the way I see it, and no ancient writing is going to change that, because I've read them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not down with it. You know, it, it's a totally different time, uh, but there have been constants, you know what I mean? Day and night is a constant. Well, maybe not in Alaska, but you get my point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Duality is male, female, uh, light, dark, and positive, negative. It's friggin' everywhere. You know what I mean? And, I mean, my gods haven't really talked to me, I guess. You know, or, you know, hey, Rob, I'm I'm Mark. I'm God. Good to meet you, dude. You know, no introductions or anything quite yet, but course i've felt them i think everybody in in their life has felt that that jolt that yeah, reminder that of jolt how or that friggin uh, presence yeah right that uh, just a reminder of how small you really are in the cosmic you know uh continuity of it all well see that's, that's and, one uh, of the things i like about your uh, facebook page you, you cover a very wide range of Oh, one of which I won't well, uh, broach because that, that, that's a very hot bed. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I know what you're talking about. I agree. <laughs> hey, dude, you know what? I look at it like this, right? If you can't separate the art from the artist, you don't understand art. And exactly. here's why. And it's not a, it's not a slight. You know what I mean? Because Michael Jackson, you can't tell me. You'll listen to the to the baseline of fucking Billy Jean and not Groot. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. wrote some. Uh, he, he was a he was a friggin' genius. Now, whether or not, of course, he didn't get convicted, but that doesn't mean necessarily that he didn't friggin' do it. Oh yeah, and uh, there's so many things that happen today that uh, we we have become a society of. We we are a reactionary society now. Yeah, a yeah, hardcore reactionary much. society. Uh, over, I'd say. Yeah, and but I agree. It, it's very. It, it's it's a shame because we used to be a quasi logical society. To where yeah, we logic could separate. Yeah, you know, well, I don't know, dude. I, I think if you look at the, I, I think if you look at human nature, you can break it down, you know, about five, six ways, something like that. But the two predominant is, you know, uh, passive and aggressive. You know, uh, hunter predator, if you will. Yeah. Like for instance, I've got a fat ass cat. I'm laying on my bed, and I've got a fat ass cat that's on my lap. And I, I can't move. I want to smoke a cigarette and walk around and pace because that's what I do when I talk on the phone. And it's really, uh, you know, it's one of those itches. But this fat bastard won't get off my lap because he's dead asleep. <laughs> and 
he's the friggin' predator. I am the prey. He's he's already bitten me in the neck, and I'm screwed. I'm doing my death rattle, man. <laughs> uh, uh, like, yeah, I you're my bed. Congratulations. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm his electric blanket. <laughs> uh so then Happy Death Day one and two. Mm-hmm. You get to play the scapegoat uh, cover. Uh-huh. The distraction. I mean what's that like? Because it's weird not weird. It's unusual, I guess to see the, uh, like a red herring killer in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. John Toombs exactly. is a murderer, but oh, yeah. he's not the, the correct. Yeah. You know, so it, it's kind of interesting to see that worked into a story. Well, the, the audition, it was just like any other audition. It was actually, at the time, an indie film. And it was indie horror, and it was a local audition, so I went in person and uh, with Liz Kulan, who is uh, a goddess to me anyway. <laughs> and uh, she's a CD casting director. And uh, so I got the chance, you know, she can, she's the one who's actually spoken to the director who, you know, they send breakdowns out. They send, they send out the script and then they send you know, the breakdown of each character. And, you know, I mean, it, it was pretty standard, but the way it read, it was really, really violent and quick. And for me, violent means quick. And, uh, so I was like, okay, so I, I, I understand, you know, you have a frame when you're being shot. You're far right, you're far left, up, down. You know, the frame of the camera as it shoots you. And hers is stationary, so, you know, your frame is also stationary, so it's up to you to know what the hell you're doing and how far you can go. And I know what I look like, so that is about 90% of it for for him. And uh, I asked Chris, well, actually, I asked Scott if he knew what Toombs looked like. He's the writer. He knew what Toombs looked like when he wrote it. He's like, no, not really. Uh, I just thought John Toombs, because John Toombs was his uh, PE teacher in high school. <laughs> he's, he's like, that's the perfect name for a friggin' serial killer. And so he got to write. You know, I mean, Scotty's written tons of shit, you know, for, uh, I think it's X-Men, DC, a whole bunch of stuff, you know. So Scotty's, Scotty's no newcomer. And, uh, he's like, I, I didn't really have a vision. And so I asked Chris, Chris Landon, who's actually Michael Landon's son, um, from Little House on the Prairie. Huh. Nebraska. Huh? Huh? You see, you see how I worked that shit in there, dude? You like that? You like that? But, you know, I, I, I talked to him. I, you know, I asked him, I was like, you know, what about it? He was like, dude, you're the only one I was actually scared of. Uh, it, it was very convincing. I mean, uh, well, that, that, I mean, the audition. Well, and then, like, he, he, he was like, you know, I, I legit saw a body off screen. Cause, I mean, you know, he, he's, he's a good director. So he has imagination, so he can, you know, he can see shit without actually seeing it. 
Well, and then in the and movie, watching you spring up from the bed, you know, and mm-hmm. do that voodoo that you do so well. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, there's a story about that, too. Yeah, Go ahead, man. It, I'm listening. Just, I mean, it, it, it was just jaw-dropping because, I mean, it just, well, like you said, you know, violence is quick. It is just rapid fire. It's, you just sit, I mean, you just shoot up. Boom, and yep. you you're off to the races. I'm on your ass, yeah. I I have something to do. Your motivation, kill the bitch. Yo, it's pretty simple. It, it, as much as I like, <laughs> you know, and, and I like, you know, Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween with the, the hulking, uh, yeah, serial killers. But there is something to be said for the quicker kill. Yeah. You know, it's a business, dude. You, you, you're not you sure. To do. You know, you, you never really know when it's coming, where it's coming from. It's just, and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you make a sound and I hear it. I'm coming. Yeah. Fast. Really fucking fast. I ran 110.6. And I ran three miles in what eighteen twelve while I was smoking a cigarette. I'm gonna get you, and sooner or later, trained rifleman. So uh-huh. <laughs> I can hit you from five football fields away with iron sights. Yep, but I don't wanna. That's that's not personal. That's that's war, and you know what I mean. It, mm, for films and my characters. For films and my characters, dude, I, mm-mm. that's like, all right. So when I snapped, uh, Izzy's neck, right? Yeah. That kill was planned to be something way different. And they're like, it's, you know, structurally it's not going to work. So we're going to have to figure out a way to kill him. I was like, let me snap his neck. He's like, how's that going to happen? I was like, well, I could beat the shit out of him and then snap his neck. And then I looked at him like he was stupid. He was like, let me see it. And I did it. He's like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Because <laughs> it's brutal, it works, let's go with it. It's quick, it's quick, it's brutal, you know what I mean? It's, it fits it's, the character. Right. And John Toombs is all business, dude. You know what I mean? If if his goal is to get drunk, he's going to fucking snatch the bottle from your hand as you pour the shot and put a fucking 45 in your ribs and say, what? Glug, glug. Glug, yeah. glug. Here's 50 bucks. Call it even. And then walk out. If you're lucky, you get the money. I'm being nice. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, you know what I mean? Did If he wants to get really drunk, you get the fucking 45. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to let him fucking drink a whole bottle for 50 bucks. <laughs> when you first looked at the script, did you think that a horror version of Groundhog's Day would take off like it did? Like it did? No, I don't think any of us did, dude. Like, I, I remember we, uh, the first time I watched it, and before they mm-hmm. bring it up at the end, I was like, huh, it's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Well I, mean, well, I mean, you know, with critics getting, you know, previews and, you know, internet, you know, you, you kind of relatively knew what, what you were getting into, you know, and thankfully a lot of folks didn't spoil shit. Uh, but it, it was uh, reading it. I'm like, wow. Okay. Okay. Weird. Okay. 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 I mean, shit, let's do it. You know, it was, it was a 
I mean, everybody from from the security to Jeff and Mike, you know, they they everybody was just smooth, cool, sweethearts. And I, I mean, I fell madly in love with Ruby. Ugh. Like, Ugh. I think what, what annoyed me the most the most was at the end of the movie when uh, uh, the, the two main characters are sitting at the cafe. Really? And, uh, well, I thought it was cute. Well, they're sitting there, and I, I don't mind the scene. It's he, he's like, you know, your whole thing reminds me of Groundhog, the movie Groundhog's Day. And she's like, yeah. what? And he goes, have a bit you seen of an Groundhog's homage. Day? And she's like, no. And what bothered me the most was that is true for most of the, I would say, the Uh, generation that has seen this movie. That's depicted by her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. It's kind of sad. (laughs) Well. uh, Because it is a really good movie. (laughs) as, As a terminus cinephile, there you go. Um, I agree, but I know a ton of shit other people don't know, and other people know a ton of shit I don't know, you know, so uh, educate the people you can, help the people you can, you know what I mean? Be the hammer of calmer if you're asked to, and one day you'll be buried just like me. And then in Happy Death Day 2, there was, you know, the... uh, Back to the Future 2 reference, and again, she's (laughs) like... What's that? It's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, you're killing right. me. Well, I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's alternate universes. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a word for it. I think side verse or something like, like that. Like the multiverse. Yeah. And the Multi- multiverse. And- right. I, I thought it was really friggin' smart. Reading it was impossible. I couldn't see it, but I'm glad Chris did. You know what I mean? Because I, I thought it was a really, really, really smart follow-up. You know, well, and, and it, what it was able to explain how the yeah. first movie happened, right? So, what would be tits and champagne for everybody is an R-rated Tombs film. Boom. Yeah, like honestly, I, I'd be ecstatic for the. Uh, Happy Death Day prequel, which right. what happened prior to Tombs getting caught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was talking to Scotty about that. I can't talk about it, but we we were talking about that. Yo, cause I'm I mean, gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it at that. From the start of the movie, it's yo the notorious murderer John Tombs has been captured. Right. It's like okay, he's this notorious murderer. How the hell did he get captured on, you know, right here, right now? What did he do? You know, I want to... Shot a bunch of cops. Let me explore that route. I want to see that story. You know, I don't want to see... I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. I like seeing the naked college girl running around for a day. That was kind of fun. But... Uh, Implied, let the audience do the work, remember? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, uh... But it's like, that's a story I want to explore. And I'm finding in more and more of these movies, there's elements like that, where there's little throwaway pieces, where it's like, oh, that would make a good movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it, it for Ruby's character, um, you wouldn't exactly kill a bitch over 
you know, some dude. You know what I mean? Like, she, that wasn't her friend. You know what I mean? That, that was her roommate, but she was a super bitch to her. So, I mean, that kind of further justified to me. And, yeah, I, I mean, I could see how petty shit can add up. And, you know what I mean? I don't know. All of a sudden. Some crazy chicks up here, man. <clears throat> oh, well, I mean, the, the, queen will, <laughs> the, queen, the queen will agree. You know, if you say surrounded by women, women are just friggin' crazy. Yeah. They'll all go, uh-huh. See? Yeah, hang on. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I told you. I told you. But it, it's, it can be a dangerous crazy. Yeah. That's the cool part. <laughs> Don't take that as a fucking hint, any listener that's thinking about that. <laughs> I say, a lot of times, but, it can work to your benefit and be a fun crazy. A lot of times, yeah, but I, I don't know. Uh, boiling my my bunny is not, you know, sexy <laughs> to me. Just a heads up, possible listeners. Yeah, and you know, sitting outside. No, that that'll get you shot. Yeah, for real. <laughs> no, actually, that that'll get you fucking stabbed. I don't have guns. I have knives. <laughs> no fatal attraction. Every, shit. No, don't do that. It could be fun otherwise, but no, don't do that. Anyway, then, nah, dude, uh, good man. Uh, you were in Semper Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, now. I haven't actually been able to find that one anywhere. Tell me about that one because I, I want to see it. I just I can't find it anywhere. Well, I, I play a fella who's uh, he's like the bowling alley. He's a new manager of a bowling alley, and these guys have been you know they're regulars. He doesn't know that, and you know they just end up busting his balls. Actually, that was one of the most interesting and best auditions I had. That was also in person. That was also with the director. And the way they wrote it, my guy was an asshole. I was like, all right, easy peasy. I got that. You know, <laughs> basically, I'm an control. asshole. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was like, all right, well, we're going to drop this word. And I think it was uh, something stupid like ball sucker or some shit like that. I don't know. But we're going to drop that and we're going to drop the tood and turn it down. I was like, so awkward and calm ish. He's like, "Eh, let me see what you got. So I did it and we booked it and, uh, I got on set and the guys, you know, the main fellas, they were uh, frenetic is a good word. Um, they were all over the place. Which is good in acting, but a bit if you're directing. Because, you know, if you're not ready for it, with angles and all that, it's really hard for us to recreate stuff that comes naturally. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. But it's doable. Not to the same level of believability, though. You know I mean? you got to get it in that first take. And so we did it you know, a certain way. And he was like, all right, and they totally changed it. And he's like, he whispered in my ear. He's like, dude, this is why I hired you. I'm like, huh? 
I, you know, because I'm getting ready for the scene and the director's whispering in my friggin' ear. I thought he was wanting me to, like, punch somebody or something. <laughs> and uh, was a bowling ball. Yeah, like, as a surprise, you know, to see how he would react. And, uh... I know how to He's like, dude, this is why I hired you, because you can, I know that you can, on the dime, flip. On the dime, adjust to whatever needs to happen. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I can. Just make sure you got my address right on that check, homie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do whatever the hell you want as yeah. long as that's signed and that check's going to the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Uh, you have another movie yeah. on IMDb. What's that? That's uh, listed in pre-production, uh, The Embalmers. Ah, yeah. We're going to shoot the uh, teaser for it at the end of the month. Oh, nice, because that looks really interesting. Um, well, I got I, I got the opportunity to co-write a couple of scenes. Well, I wrote a couple of scenes, and uh, they, they're they melding it. It's uh, Rebecca and Diane, and uh, Diane Fraker, Rebecca Reinhardt, sorry. And uh, I think I said her name right. But uh, they melded my scenes and how I wrote the characters uh, along with their own. And that we all wrote them at the same time. And they just, they it melded smooth as fuck. And I'm reading it and I'm like, wow, this is, this is friggin' out there. I love it. Well, and, and, and uh, I just love the description yes. of this uh, movie. <clears throat> oh, uh, it's, <laughs> it says, and listeners, look forward to this movie because here's the overall description. It's the Quint family funeral parlor has served the citizens of Morgan County for over 100 years. Siblings May, Lottie, and Cy tend to the residents' journey into eternity. However, not all of the folks will rest in peace. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, they won't. That's awesome. It's like, and honestly, I don't care what the movie's about. That that right there, it's like okay, that can that go so many it. different ways. <laughs> oh yeah, and it does. Believe me, because that that sucker had three different writers with three different perspectives, and I asked them, "How fucked up can I be in my writing?" And they were like, "There are no rules." <clears throat> I'm like, "Oh, bitch." See, what'd be interesting I'm, is to do a Pulp Fiction style. And mm. run the three different perspectives simultaneously. Mm, well, that requires money, and that's the <laughs> point of the uh, that's the point of the teaser uh, to show a little taste of uh, what we can do. We got a hell of a cast, and uh, I was looking we, at the we've cast got Helene. That's... We've got Helene. Uh, Helene Udi, 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 Udi. U-D-Y. Udi. Nah, we'll stick with Udi, yeah. Helene Udi, because we're American. Fuck it. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, dude. I'm, hey, you gotta, you gotta be, you know, supportive of me. I've really cut down on my oh, F-bomb. No, I know. As I say, we, we've had talks in person. Right. Like, I mean, this is Sahara. We ain't got water. <laughs> in regards to f Say so you got Rebecca Reinhardt from uh, yep. Backwards Bubba. Yep. We've got Rebecca. We've got Alice. We've got Andy. 
Ah, shit. You caught me at a shitty moment. Uh, Helene, we still have a couple of cast, but I ain't stressing that because my uh, folks <clears throat> will jump on that. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna shoot the uh, trailer later this month. I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make gumbo for everybody. Uh, I gotta make vegetarian gumbo for the love of God. How the hell I'm gonna do that? I don't know. But what is that? Just rice? I don't know. I, I think I'll throw some pasta in it or something. I don't like it now. I've never made vegetarian gumbo, so you're making life complicated, love. Yeah. You should. Uh, she, she's she's like you. You just you should just take the the sausage and the gumbo out. Uh, the sausage and chicken out of uh, the gumbo, and I'm like, uh, that's that, good stuff. That's not. That just sounds weird. <laughs> I can't do that. She's asking me to slay my king, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, no, I can't do that. That goes against everything I stand for, man. <laughs> for real, it's gumbo, baby. Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. She done quoted Honey Badger. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you we would be fine without a script. Oh, yeah. I told you. I think it. Another good one you have, and I just got this one recently. Um, dun, 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 dun. You got that? Yeah. I That's out? A, uh, well, I caught a trailer for it. Oh, okay. I was about to be pissed and make a phone call to Spain. See, I caught a trailer for it, and from what I saw, it looks really fucking amazing. Really? That's awesome. That's cool. I say, when is uh, when is that supposed to drop? Do you know? Uh, I haven't heard a thing, man, unfortunately. Uh, shot it, and um, with, uh, I'll, I'll try and say it Spanishly, if that's a word. <laughs> if not. Uh, Javier del Prado. And uh, it was his first time directing, but he's his specialty is SFX. Yeah, and he was cool as shit. You know what I mean? He was he was amazing. He understood the characters, the story. You know what I mean? Uh, the arc, the arcs within you know the big arc, and you know every scene has an arc, but it helps the arc of the story. So that's what I mean. And uh, he he was. A really good director, I thought, and uh, he did really well. And I, I haven't seen shit. I, I, I'm, I think I saw a trailer, I say, but I, it's a thriller. I like because oh yeah, my, see Marcia, so killers. <laughs> right, Marcia, Marcia was great. Uh, she, uh, poor girl, had double duty. She, she got the the joy of playing twins, <clears throat> and not. Not all twins are exactly alike. Just a heads up. And um, oh, I, I play a hunter. How's that? Nice. I'll leave it at that. that well, that's the second time you played a hunter then, because there's another one where you were hunting people. Um, so a few of them I'm hunting people. Uh, but Well, specifically, I mean, uh, 10 seconds to run. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Dude, that one, we, I got a call from a friend from my acting class 
and in Tampa. And I thought she wanted to run a scene and she was like describing 10 seconds to run. And at the time it was just treatment. You know, it was just a, it was a game. It was the game. You know, you get 10 seconds to run, make it to the highway. Nothing else basically was written. So the entirety of 10 seconds to run, the, tr- the teaser uh, that was put out first, I improv the entire fucking thing. <laughs> and they hired a writer to write around that. And so he did. Well, and there's a, that can't think of the story right now, but there, there, there's a story that has, you know, the similar, you know, plot basis where humans is the best game to, you know, hunt. Oh yeah. There's a bunch of those games. There's a bunch of those shows. I see within one. Those are all my, uh, you know, those are always fun because seeing how they, uh, Oh, yeah. different and see how you know the human prey as it were uh right. react to the situation is exactly interesting um that's cool as shit too isn't it uh, I, I i i i too like that man like i think uh the movie uh i think it was uh condemned with the stone cold uh mm. was a good version of that and see I, I think there was one what the hell was the ice tea one called? Uh, hunted or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, what's the one with John Leguizamo? Like it's a comedy. The 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 brat, the pimp. No, fuck. The pest. Yeah. See, this is why I married her. Uh, the pest. Fucking his. Hysterical. The first five minutes? Oh my god. That's all John Leguizamo. And oh, yeah. that shows how friggin' brilliant this dude is. I mean, the, the Cheadle, I mean, there's so many ridiculous actors out there, dude, you know, and they all need stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it irks me that Hollywood's all about remakes. Right now, yes. It irks it. It, it irks me that it's about money. You know what I mean? Mo- the money will come if the creativity is there. Well, Why, it, you know I'm what I mean? Even, Bloom, Bloom House gets that. Well, I'm Bloom not even entirely mad about but, the remakes. It's We're remaking things right now that have... The, the original came out 30 or less years ago. Fucking Paddington Bear, dude. They redid... My childhood, pretty much the entirety of my childhood, hoping that I would fucking buy it. No, Paddington no. Bear, <clears throat> the Smurfs, Yogi Bear, friggin' G.I. Joe, you know what I mean? Well, look I, at Disney you... right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I just turned 34 uh, a couple days ago. Wow, you're a baby. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, brother. A fellow Aquarian. I uh, say I'm a baby and I look like 20 years older than you. Uh, <laughs> so. Nah. I, well, I got a baby face. Too, you, know? <laughs> you do. Uh, but you, you, you look at what Disney does. Look at all the live action and CGI remakes they're doing of my childhood just to capitalize on that nostalgia buck. Uh huh. You know, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you, guys. You, you were raised in video time. You know what I mean? There was video. 
it, it wasn't, you know, VHS or beta, you know what I mean? It wasn't, you know what I mean? You're, you're pretty much, you've been pretty much all video, dude, you know? They're, they're trying to adapt and make money. I get it. It just pisses the creative in me off. You know what I mean? I, I, I was lucky enough to live through the VHS to DVD uh, changeover. That was that was a hard change. Nah, that was that was a trip. Y two K, yo, Y two K. Yeah, on the lo- lo- lots of casualties, figure. man. It was funny because I, I didn't uh, remember that. Uh, yeah, I, I never thought that you know there'd be another one where you'd have to change out devices again. Sure as shit, you know DVD to Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, well, goddamn it. Well, I'm gonna put you on speaker, brother. Oh, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Does that hurt? I know you're good. Okay. Yeah, and it's cool. like, well, goddamn it, you know, you, you shouldn't have to move this fast, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, we're remaking movies. I mean, if they want to remake movies, honestly, I wish they'd go back. And you know, they keep talking about doing, you know. A dark universe movie, a dark universe. So you know, redoing, uh, you know, making like, a dark series from the you know Bela Lugosi uh, movies and the you know and the Universal Monster series. Okay, let's do mm-hmm. that. You know, would be I haven't seen the light of day in forty, fifty years. You know, would be tiff. One of one of Stephen King's most underrated films, Salem's fucking lot. Oh my god, see, that vampire cool. is the scariest one I've ever fucking seen. Fuck Kiefer Sutherland, dude. I'm sorry, you're great. Don't get me wrong, brother, but fuck you. That dude from Salem's Lot was the scariest fucking vampire I've ever seen because he had predator teeth. He didn't have, you know, cutie pie vampire teeth. Or you know angleers that don't look like giant meatballs. Ding. Yeah, I mean, that mo- that had so much potential, and we got meatballs. <laughs> I mean, it was Attack of the Killer Meatballs. That's what it was. All right, dude, if you're going to crack a joke, you got to tell me ahead of time because you almost made me spat my beer on my phone. <laughs> Almost. Problem is, I don't know when I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, well, when it occurs to your brain, you got to let my brain know, and then we'll work together. You know what? Have your people fucking call my people. Enough of this shit. You know what I mean? I can't, I, baby. I can't work like this. <laughs> this is bullshit. I can't work under these conditions. Damn it! This is bullshit. <laughs> I require more beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just put it in a vein and just tap it in. No you know sandwich. what I mean? You know what? If you could make a cocktail of rum, coffee, cigarettes, and water, fuck, inject that shit. Because that's basically what I run off. Sounds like what? My, sounds like my 20s. Yeah, well, that's my 40s. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's how I... Uh, Way to date yourself, old man. (laughs) That's funny as fuck. You know what's really funny? Hmm. I was. (laughs) I'm not. Ooh, something popped in my head, and I'm glad whoever the fuck it was caught it, and I didn't say it because, ooh. (laughs) 
but here's a tame version of it. I had a girlfriend in high school when you were liquid. (laughs) (laughs) Old man. (laughs) In your mind, baby. The last in your mind and on the stars, dude, because everything's already fucking written. Say again? I said the last time I went swimming. Oh, ew. (laughs) Yeah, you are in Nebraska, huh? You don't have pools in fucking Nebraska? Surely surely you've got pools. I just don't swim. I almost drowned when I was a kid. Oh, and that tripped you out? Mm Mm-hmm. That sucks. I almost drowned too, but my dad, like, I, I, I can see it clear, clear as day. Like, I could recreate it. And, like, you know, I'm underwater. Like, you know, I, I jumped off the diving thing and I had a rubber duck on my waist, you know, like a tube. And that bitch went bloop and I jackknifed straight to the bottom of the fucking pool. We'll see and I didn't know how to swim, dude. I what? fucking went, yo, when my ears popped, my fucking heart was like, Ugh! and I started flailing. I was dying immediately. Uh, and all I remember is my fuck is like this splash and my dad's garish orange or they weren't orange. They were yellow with a black stripe on the side. This is the eighties, yo. And his white ass come barrel assing in and got me the fuck out. And I was like, I was safe in my dad's arms, dude. And I was never closer to my God than I was there. Yeah, I was about three, four years old. So Damn. And you still remember it, dude? Oh, yeah. Wow. And, you know, this was before, you know, back before, like, pools at hotels were required to have fences up around them. Oh, so you fucked up and... I I walked out of my hotel room into Mm -hmm. the in-ground pool. What the fuck? Were, all right, so let's get this out of the way. What the fuck were the folks doing? Were they getting down, getting high? What the fuck? We were getting. I mean, just ju- justify this one for me as a parent. As <laughs> near as I could tell, we were getting ready to leave, and I just kept walking. Mom turned around for a minute, and I just. Kept oh, yeah, kids are quick. Kids Yo, are quick, and man. And I went right into the deep end. Damn! And like a sack of potatoes went right to the bottom. <laughs> well, I mean, have you sought? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, like, have you sought counseling and shit? Yeah. It's just, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I can like get in a pool, but like getting where? my head under the water is still trippy as shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, dude, <clears throat> stand in the shallow end. You prove the illogical mind. That you can fucking, I mean, you can prove to your logical mind that you will live. You'll be okay because you're a grown ass man now and you're in the fucking shallow end. And I mean, it's like dick high. So all you have to do is stand up, big dog, and boom, you can do it. You know what I mean? It's definitely on my uh, to-do list this year is to get over that one. Shit, yeah, dude. Kill it. Knock it out. And let me know when you do, please. Um, you know what I mean? Speaking of knocking things out. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we were doing shit, weren't we? <laughs> no, I, I, I like the bullshit session. This is fun. Uh, right. You've uh, been doing some painting. Oh, Sorry, I said you've been doing some paintings. In oh fuck! I've been spare painting. time. You seem to have. I've been painting for decades, man. And Damn, dec- yeah, I'm decades. <laughs> you're re- and you're trying to sell them on Facebook. Yeah, uh, I just just like with you know stories, you you got to get them out. You know what I mean? You, it doesn't matter how, why, when you get it out onto paper, canvas, whatever the fuck your medium is. You just get it out of your head and onto where they can see it or read it or understand it, and everybody else but you is they. So that's what, 7 billion people? You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is it like? You just, an image gets stuck, gets stuck in your head and you're like, yep, it's, it's got to go. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see, well, I mean, I have social media. So I, I have a lot of friends that are ridiculously beautiful. So. Uh, and then you got the pretty guy. <laughs> Well, I don't have that much brown paint. I got to swing by Michael's again, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I work in acrylics, so I mean, I can water the shit down, but dude, the fur. <laughs> I look like a bear and I go by the name Moose. Yup. <laughs> uh, but, but, but he's into uh ballroom dancing ladies. Just a heads up. <laughs> And let me tell you, let me tell you, he's got he's got the toes of Ginger Rogers in heels backwards doing Fred Astaire. What's up? Ooh, you smooth talker, you. I try. All right, now you're gonna you're gonna sling me that fifty now or what? After the interview, what, what are we talking? So <laughs> before we wrap this up, all my guests get asked a question. Uh, that obviously I've been asking yeah. a bunch of questions, but usually it's you know it's always tailor made. For you, I want to know dream role. You could pick any role to play. Randall Flag. Why? Because Randall Flag is multifaceted. At the first, that's the first layer. Okay, so in painting. Everything is about layers. What's furthest away from you is what you start with. And as you get closer to the closest thing, it gets sharper and deeper and darker. Same thing. Randall Flagg is multifaceted. Randall Flagg is an angel, or he was at one time. Therefore, he's either depends, whatever, for the sake of writing, he's a fucking demon. He's the demon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because once upon a time, he was the angel. So he was breathtakingly beautiful, powerful, strong, defended you, defended everything. And then, according to the story, something twisted him. Think, this is the ultimate fucking bad guy, dude. Yeah. Something fucking twisted him. He was one of the originally born of everything. He was the, you know what I mean? In my mind, he was like, he's... He's an evil Michael. Well, I suppose Michael could be evil. Depends on the fucking story. But you see what I'm saying? He's a twisted angel. 
a demon, <clears throat> but he can't, he can't make people do things. You know what I mean? These people, uh, however he influences them, they have a relative free will. They can say no at some point, you know? So he's, he's fucking smooth. He, he, he understands, you know what I mean? And he wants to commit the ultimate rebellion. Hmm. And I want to fucking lead that. Well, start writing. It's already written. Uh, I think it's one of the scars. I think it's Peter Skarsgård got it. And I was like, fuck, it got announced. And I was, I was happy for him. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, it's Hollywood. Shit changes. Overnight. Just like fucking music, brother. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 the paintings, I, I've got beautiful friends. I, I paint them when they send me photos. They're like, hey, dude, what do you think about this? And I'm like, hey, can I paint that? And they're like, fuck yeah. I say, all right. So I paint it. That's what I do with my boards. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I mean, I, I've got to get rid of them. They're, they're literally sitting <laughs> on my couch. They're, they're taking up a couch. How's that? I'll start taking them to conventions with you. Well, I started to. Uh, I don't. I, well, tra- traveling with them is it. It might mess them up, you know. So I don't really want to. I mean, I could tote them on the plane. I don't think anybody bitch put them on my lap. You can I'm, have you know start selling Rob Mello originals. Oh, I've been selling them, brother. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know Dusty Horn. Yeah, he's a, he, yeah Dusty and Kim. Uh, Kim surprised him. Uh, she was you know we were being sly, and there's a a, a yin yang, but it's also the the yin and the yang is like summer and winter. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? So like summer Tahiti. And you're you're looking at the sea, and there's a sunset, and you're looking through mangroves. Hmm. You know what I mean? Cypress. That would be pretty. Right. So that's the right side. The other side is mountains. It's Utah. You ever been to Utah? Yeah. It's Utah. The mountains part of Utah. And uh, a cabin. No, Alaska. All right, think think uh, Jack London. There you go. That's the left side. <laughs> uh, my dream home. Right, and in, and the divider is a tree, and the tree has roots, and the the tree has fruit in the summertime, and the tree is barren in the wintertime. You know what I mean? It was a really, really, really cool painting, and I'm glad as hell they got it. I can see and they got hang that. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I got into drip painting. Check this out. You should, you, you should try this because it's fun and it's fucking cheap. And it's a, a way to think, you know? So go to Michael's, get a, get a canvas. It doesn't matter the size. Get, get a Joe Average, you know, they, they got like a little budget pack of brushes. Get those and drop like, 10 bucks in paint. 
so I mean, you get your primaries, you know what I mean? And, but for me, I, I need purple, white, black. I need a raw purple, you know what I mean? And uh, a bunch of blues, deep blues, light blues, you know what I mean? Of course, you can make them as you want them, but I want them fucking now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you soak, <laughs> you get that canvas home, big dog, right? And you need a towel and a bucket of water. I mean, I, I use a butter bucket, you know, a country crop. Anyway, um, you just soak the fuck out of that canvas. Make sure it's fucking sopping ass wet, right? The entirety of it. And you'll find a brush. If you finger over the tips of the bristles, you'll find the rough ones. And you need the rough ones. So throw that in the water and, and you just flick whatever color you're feeling. If you're fucking feeling a little pissed off, throw some red on there. You know what I mean? And it'll drip. If you hold it vertical, right? It'll drip down. And if you do it enough, shit starts to appear to you. Not even to them, but to you. You're, you're the, you're the scout of realization. There you go. That's what an artist is. So it kind of turns into your own, uh, Rorschach. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, um, I don't know. I'm allowing, things to happen that wouldn't normally water running down a piece of twisted canvas, you know? Uh, well, it just goes to show you're the uh, master of your own destiny. A vero. A vero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big dog. Well, I, I'm going to get rolling, dude. I, I, well, you, know. uh, you got the embalmers coming up. Yes. Um, Keep an eye out for that. We've got a lot of shit going on there. Uh, we're going to shoot it in Indiana. And uh, the bloom, blooming ton. I hope I said that right. Because, like in Massachusetts, we're you know like Bloomington. Yeah, yeah, that's how we say that, Bloomington. But uh, we're gonna shoot it in Bloomington area. Uh, cast crew, interested, disinterested, check it out. And uh, swing by if you want to lend a hand. That'd be great. If not, that'd be great. Got any other projects coming up you want to talk about? or? Yeah, but it would be really great if you'd help. <laughs> um, we need the you know help. I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. My fucking hair. I need a fucking haircut, Doug. You know what's funny? Some asshole in fucking Paris Island said I look like Sinead O'Connor when I got out the barbershop. What? <laughs> yeah. I said that. That happened. <laughs> because of my jawline asshole so yeah it's not always all that great you know you could be embarrassed in, in front of like 300 hot bastards that's weird <laughs> alright big dog thanks uh, for having me man so uh, just really fast uh, we could find you Shoot. on Facebook yeah, fair warning on my personal Facebook. I'm rather political. Uh, he is, folks. So, if you don't like it, don't follow it. Sorry. Yeah, but separate the art from the human that makes it, um, because the art means something to you too. But what up for this episode? I'm Moose. He's Rob. I'm Rob. 
And until next time, mashers, mash on.